Uh, so we did a women's event and it was on Mother's Day weekend. And we captured this lady getting like the most perfect ace ever, like a hole in one. Um, and from that, we posted that and we like went viral. We were trending. Damn. We were on ESPN's top 10. Wow. That was our first introduction to the governing body, the PDGA. And I think that was really the moment yeah. where we were like, hey. Welcome to episode 249 of the Emergent Gamer Podcast. I'm Felix Hergood, and I'm here with... Neoyoshi. And we have some special guests for you tonight, today, whenever you're listening. Um, we have two folks from uh, Gatekeeper Media. Uh, I'm here with Scully. I pronounced that right? What's going on, everybody? Hey. Yeah. What, and Germ. What's up, Germ? Yo, yo. What's up? How you doing? I appreciate you guys coming back to the show. We were just pre-showing before the the show. We were were, uh, wrapping back and forth. And what we determined is, well, what Neo determined is that Gatekeeper Media, not actually in the form of Gatekeeper Media in the past, Gatekeeper Media have been with us on some of our earlier episodes. I mean, we're talking a few Mm -hmm. years ago. Uh, I don't remember when the last episode you guys were on, I think, was the Arcade Lancaster episode. And I don't mm-hmm. know how many yeah, episodes think, ago yeah, that was. I know uh, one of our early ones was definitely like episode 70, maybe 60, yeah, 70. Something under and, the 100, other one was yeah. in the, and then the other one was like mid hundreds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, we appreciate you guys coming on. Um, thanks for, for coming around again. Uh, we want to get to know you. Uh, you know, we want the audience to get to know you guys again. Um, I want to get to know you. He wants the Neo wants to get to know I've you. I've never, you were on the show before I was a host on the show. Yeah. The, Neo, what do you even remember the number you came in on? Oh God. No, definitely not. I don't but, remember. Uh, yeah. um, I do remember you telling me about a show you did in Lancaster at a, at like a barcade t- style bar, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that was, that was with Scully here. I think it was me and Scully, but had to been, that had to been back in like 2016. I would say, yeah, and Jerem, I don't think you were there for it. I think you I were, was there. You were there. I wasn't. I wasn't on the actual show, but I was there. I was oh, cheerleading you, on you the were, sidelines. You had the, I found a event. picture. I found a picture with both of us in the other day. Actually, I think it's even on on your. <laughs> it probably is. Well, Why? we were doing other things too because you had the art installation going on. So I was there for uh, yeah. other reasons as well. Oh, so. Okay, okay. Why didn't we it, invite you yeah, on so the that show? Was, that was more. <laughs> Why didn't we invite Germ on the show? <laughs> I think there was too many seats, man. Oh, there that could have been people. it. Maybe I didn't bring enough microphones the, to have the, pro- the proprietor of the business focus one. I think. Yeah, yeah. He, so he was definitely uh, on on the show. Um, yeah. We interviewed another guy who I think was associated with the business. But yeah, that was a good. That was fun. That was a, a fun night. Um, it's a shame that our arcade Lanc- Lancaster isn't around anymore, but so did it, yeah, did it the, close down? Round, it just kind of went defunct in the form of like an arcade. So those, those cabinets and everything had kind of, uh, I think changed owners. And I, from what I heard, uh, some of them went into a new location that's in downtown, like, uh, but for the most part, that specific venue does not host 
that anymore. Mm. Bummer. That's a shame. And it was it was really cool because it's like if you're familiar with like hookah lounges and things like that, you'd be able to go up and hand your your license to the bartender, and they would be able to give you a cartridge to play at one of like the table set. So they had like various like Super Nintendos, N64s, and things like that all clustered together. So the, like the different seating areas, it yeah, was very the, cool. The setup yeah, was uh, very memorable. Like I thought it was the coolest, like dope little joint. And the building, uh, I distinctly remember, had the smell of like 1978. <laughs> like it was, it was, you know. It was well, like, the other half of it is like a music venue, kind of. Yeah. Too, so well, at one point, it was like a, a disco. It was like I was talking yeah. to like the guy who was running it and everything, and he he was telling me it was like a, it used to be a former like disco. It, it it got started at the height of the disco era. And that's what it was. It was like you'd go to downtown Lancaster and get some disco in. <laughs> but like, talk about it's something. surprising, yeah. So I guess I guess our move tonight is to get to know you guys again. Tell us what you've been doing. You guys have clearly been up to a lot of cool shit these days. That's what that's what I I get Thank that you. impression by yeah. scouring your YouTube. You guys are doing really well on YouTube. Thank you. So yeah. tell us it's a little exciting. It's Tell us what yeah, you guys it's been, been a doing. grind for sure. I mean, we 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 focused and went all in on the disc golf professional disc golf scene, providing tournament coverage for that. Um, and you know, we were able to grow the channel to just shy of twenty thousand subs um, in a matter of uh, two years. Two years, really. Wow, that's, that's a hell great. of a niche. Yeah, I think that's that helped a lot for sure yeah being in a small pond really helps but the best part honestly has been the travel so derek and i get to travel the country and film these elite events so we were in vegas a couple times i've been in kansas we were supposed to go to california um I've colorado. Been wisconsin colorado so up in the northeast so well, we've I mean, been all right around before, the country right before quarantine um we were we hit georgia Las Vegas and Phoenix all within a two and a half week period. Um, and so we, we covered three separate events and even held one of our own in that time. Frame. Uh, and then we were, you know, planning on going to Waco, Texas. And then at the last minute had decided against, and luckily uh, they cut that tournament. So it wasn't even the full, you know, event where it was, it was cut down to two rounds only. And the last round, they did not allow spectators like on the court. Oh, wow. And then ever since then, uh, our, our events have been canceled all the way up to, uh, July. And just to let everyone know, so disc golf is like traditional ball golf, but you play with Frisbees and you throw it into a chain basket. Um, so if anyone was yes, unfamiliar some, some with that, it's, Froth is a term that some Frolf? people might be more more familiar. Froth, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, the, the word the is sum, the uh, summer what? of George. Why do they call it? Why do they call it froth? Like frisbee golf. Frisbee, frisbee golf. golf. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, but the the correct like the professional term in the association is disc golf, and that's because I was going to say, well, why, why not golf? <laughs> yeah, I'm going out and doing some golf. Uh, well, and today. you and it's not called. It's not called Frisbee golf specifically because Frisbee is a trademark name, much like how people call adhesive oh, yeah. bandages, band-aid, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, there's a uh, there's a literary term for that. I forgot what that was. 
Wait, wait, was Fris- I think I read this recently. Isn't that isn't Frisbee like the name of the person who invented the Frisbee? It and, and it was by accident too, right? It, they started off as pie pans. The Frisbee right. company started as pie pie like things you'd bake the pie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That. Yeah. I remember that. And then the the game company Whammo, uh, once back in I believe the fifties was really when they started like trademarking that stuff and. The, the actual sport of disc golf was created and like kind of played with the modern day baskets, the late seventies. So it's been around for a long time. It's just been such a niche. So here's thing a, and such a hobby sport. Here's a question. The questions are going to keep coming up as you guys talk, because I'm not, I'm not immersed in that world really keep, at all. Keep them calm. Um, is there a special, like, is there a, you know how with like, uh, you know, with other types of sports, there's like a, a consumer version of the thing that's used for the sport. And then there's like pro versions. Are there pro Frisbees that people use? Oh, for sure. That they're yeah, designer. So it's, it's primarily, it's primarily about like the plastic. Um, so they, there's like cheaper plastics known as DX or that's like the most well. Um, and those beat in really easily. Um, they just don't with, with sand. Then you have, Two others. One is completely opaque, and then the other is more or less like a candied plastic. And like, so everybody refers to those as like champion, champion, and star because Innova, you know, kind of known by some as like the titleist of disc golf. So they're kind of the standard in terms of comparison. But t- titleist is a golf golf brand. I've definitely seen that one. They they make balls. Correct. And- Tees and all kinds of shit. clubs and clubs. yeah, it's a it's the same same type of industry where like you have the Titleist and the Callaways and the competing brands for equipment. Um, the only big difference is the professional players are usually sponsored by like one specific manufacturer, so they use all the same type of plastics. Um, but then there's also a hundred different variations of molds of that plastic so there's some that go really far that are more aerodynamic and then there's some that are a little more beefier and and kind of more deeper that don't go as far that you would throw into the basket more like a putter so they have like a driver mid-range and putter oh wow That's yeah cool. so there's and different variations of each one um so it gets very you'll have, you'll have a stable stable understable and overstable are the three classifications that kind of delve more into the type of flight that the disc would be associated with. So then, and then you have the different, so like, like for instance, there are those three categories of driver, fairway drivers, mid ranges, putt and approach and putters. That's kind of like the breakdown of during a game. Like, can you, when it's your turn, you can like switch them out on the fly, depending on your need. Like, like you would have gone percent, just like that. Yep, Correct. same thing. Like you would yeah. usually start off with a driver, and then when you're maybe on the fairway, it's more you pull out your irons or you pull out your mid range to. It's more of a touch shot, I suppose, because it's usually played in the woods as well. Um, so it's all about touch and finesse and the angles of how the disc actually flies. Yeah, because the holes, where the, which are what are, what are the holes called? Baskets. Holes. Baskets. Uh, the baskets. Baskets are, holes. baskets are usually like chained to trees, right, or connected to trees. No, they are they're self-contained. Okay, so, so okay. it's it's a it's an anchored pole in the ground, and then a wire basket or cage 
chains, which is used to catch the disc, and then a rim, or some have bands, some don't. Um, but those, and that's the thing is that there's multiple kinds of baskets and design. So a lot of different courses that, that you're playing, you know, they could all be within a half hour of each other. Each course has a different type of basket, mm-hmm. not, not to mention a different type of leg. So it's, there's a lot of intricacies for sure. Uh, so that part, the course part of it hasn't been really, um, streamlined across the entire industry or that's just, it how has not prefer it. it yeah. There's just like a series of like, so the, the basket has to be approved by the governing body of the sport, which is the PDG. Um, and then, but there's a list of approved baskets. There's a list of approved discs, et cetera. Yeah. The sport is very low entry in terms of like cost or anything with golf. You're usually putting out a couple hundred dollars just to get all the right clubs and everything. And the cool thing about disc golf is all the courses, most of the courses are in public parks, so they're free to go to, and you only really need one or two Frisbees. A Frisbee can cost you only five to $10. So it's really for 10 to $20. You, that's all you really need to have fun and actually participate and compete in the sport. Yeah, I. you were saying at one point, Scully, you were saying that there was a guy who used to play some other sport who's now like a pro in disc golf because he got injured in like his a, other sport? A, well, there's a there's a bunch of different players, but like probably the most notable is like Brody Smith. He's most well-known for like trick shots and ultimate, years of ultimate. Um, and then now he's recently made the switch into disc golf. So he's bringing a lot of eyes into it. And you see that the transition from ultimate to disc golf, what, what sometimes is a little more fluid. What is ultimate? Uh, ultimate is like, it's like the Frisbee where it, it plays kind of like uh, flag football. So oh, to speak. okay. Okay. Ultimate Frisbee where ultimate you frisbee. usually see the guys, yeah, where they throw the disc and you see those crazy diving catches. And I've, stuff I've like heard, heard the term, but I didn't know specifically what it was. I thought you were telling me at one point that there was a guy who had done a different type of sport. Like, was it skateboarding? And he got injured there, in skateboarding there, and then moved to disc golf. There's also a lot of folks that fit that bill as well. Uh, um, so, I, professional yeah, I'm sorry, I don't. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's that's the connecting factor I've uh, made is that skateboarding and disc golf both heavily involve the hacky side. Uh, yeah, so I learned recently there's like, a you know, professional hacky sack. Like, there's professional hacky sacking as well. Like, it's a real, it's a real sport. I guess, like, like yeah, and styling and stuff like that. Yeah, and that's yeah. kind of the thing with disc golf right now is because there wasn't really a lot of big media for it. A lot of people just don't really know about it. So a lot of people, if they hear to think about it, they usually oh frisbee golf, or they think of like the hippies and the stoners getting high in the woods and stuff like that. But there really is this entire organization and and worldwide tour that goes around that people make a living doing. Um, that it's even we were introduced to not that sport. long ago. Yeah. Like we're only a, we're very new into the sport. You guys, got, you guys got into it because you played it, or you got into it because you just saw an opening and a niche and went for it. We started as players. Like I technically 
played disc golf for the first time back in like 2013 or I'm sorry, uh, 2003. Uh, Oh wow. Going way back. And then, yeah. And then didn't play it except maybe once or twice where I'd take them, you know, and go to the park with my brother. Um, but didn't get serious about it until like 2015 really. And then it would took until 2017 for us to really jump in and try making videos, you know? Yeah, we actually started doing like drone work because um, I was like a certified drone operator. So we were doing like commercial drone work. And one of Derek's buddies out in the Lancaster area actually asked us to come do the flyovers of a new course for a tournament they were doing. Uh, so we went out there with the drone, filmed the course to get the cool course, like whole previews. Um, then he asked if we wanted to film it. And then we went out and filmed it. Had no idea what we were doing. I mean, we've done narrative stuff and documentary stuff but we never done sports coverage before um so we went out there and we learned really quick what to do and what not to do <laughs> you guys went and home like, after that and watched some fucking sports center didn't you <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah and and then um Just watched more disc golf coverage yeah like too, yeah. yeah because it was, disc golf coverage was already a thing at this point so we were watching the people who were kind of leading the industry um, and then it wasn't until 2018 where we actually captured someone getting a hole in one. Uh, so we did a women's event and it was on Mother's Day weekend. And we captured this lady getting like the most perfect ace ever, like a hole in one. Um, and from that, we posted that and we like went viral. We were trending. Damn. We were on ESPN's top 10. Wow. That was our first introduction to the governing body, the PDGA. And I think that was really the moment. Yeah. Where we were like, hey, it was, it was very surreal because I had a crazy I had a friend. I had a friend text me a week after we we posted the the clip and at, like he's like, hey, what what's your company's name? He's like, I told him and he's like, I just saw you guys on ESPN. Like your logo pop, popped insane. up in a top ten, and that was the first we had heard that it made ESPN. Like they didn't contact us or anything. It's just like somebody so disconnected from what from what you thought was you know the sport. Yeah, came to you and went, "Hey, you, did you know you're on ESPN?" Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Really, that's really cool, man. And and I think that's when we really had the passion and like the drive that we we're like, "Yo, let's like let's commit to like actually trying to provide coverage and doing this." Other people are doing it, and they seem to be doing doing well, or at least going in the right direction. So let's ride that wave and and see what happens. That's great. Yeah. That's and really we're still cool. surfing that wave. So that's cool. Nice. So, uh, you're on a game podcast. Disc golf is a game, right? Uh, but, uh, beautiful you, segue. <laughs> it's a terrible segue. Come on. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. there's a, there's an industry of, uh, of disc golf games, right? Yeah, there was something that we which I decided to shift a little bit of focus in once, you know, the tour basically got canceled. Uh and then you started seeing NASCAR pop up with virtual racing and 2K started really pumping out content. Um, you know, exploring disc golf games just seemed logical, right? Oh yeah, it's a, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um are are the pros of disc golf doing what I see the pros of other sports doing? They can't get out there. Some of them. They can't go to the courses. Are they holding their own like disc golf championships through a game? 
<laughs> yeah, some of them. Uh, there's a there's a lot of real time putting competitions, uh, but one of the one of the year's biggest tournaments should have been this coming weekend. So this whole week is like the celebration week of that event, and they're ho- hosting their own virtual tournament because a company that's associated with them sponsors one of the iOS and Android games. So they're creating a whole match play bracket tournament. So they're like doing qualifiers and everything like that. So it's, you know, it's something that they're, they're offering to, you know, make up for the fact that all these players, they're not able to go to this destination spot that they had planned, you know, all year. Yeah. The event's called the glass blown open and it's in uh, Kansas. And it's basically like they get almost 2000 participants to actually compete. And then there's upwards of almost 5,000 spectators on the final day for the, for the, the big guys. So it's one of the, the biggest entire, events in, in our sport, if not the, the biggest entire event. town shuts down and dedicates its entirety to this event. What's the, what's the town? What's the name of the town? Emporia. Emporia, Kansas. Is that what you said? Yep. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And, and, and is Emporia kind of like the hub of disc golf, like in other parts of the year? It's, or? It, so it's, it's the home base of one of the main manufacturers. Oh, I see. So one of the main manufacturers are based out of that city okay. or town. Uh, so I'm sure they're a huge sponsor of the event, like in general. Just It's their it's, event. It is their, their event. event. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's cool. cool. So it's so, kind of like Olympics Town that week, that week or whatever, or that weekend. Exactly. Yeah, they have bonfires. <laughs> they shut down the actual like city block and wow. do a bunch of cool stuff. Sounds like a party. It's pretty. It's pretty crazy. Like it's insane how deep it really goes. Because you think about it, you're just throwing frisbees in the woods, and then like it, you just peel a layer back, and you're like, whoa. There's how the flip, how the disc fly, and everything, and like there's so much creativity to it. Does your YouTube channel have like footage from the last one? The women's coverage, uh, women's yeah, coverage? for sure. Nice, mm-hmm. yeah, might, might be might be cool to check out on their YouTube. Yeah, the YouTube is uh, uh, youtube dot com slash gatekeeper media. Or yep, yep. you got it. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, the the best the easiest way is if if you gatekeeper media into Google, you will you for sure find us. Yeah, yeah, that's great, dude. Um, what are the titles of some of the games? Like do the do, do these games like has a game been sponsored with a star of disc golf on the cover like you would see like with EA games or any of that shit? Um, no. no, there's been there's been a lot of parody like memes and stuff about it, but not any. What is that official? Mean? So it's like two K like two K like, games like two K covers with oh, like p- specific p- people who are stuff. passionate about. That, the, like the, the, the photo yeah, like fan fake, fan art yeah, fan and, like, art, memes yeah. and stuff like so that. They, yeah, I thought when you said parody, I'm like, what people outside the industry are making fun of disc golf or something? Oh uh, no, no, no. To, and, to, like we we've been even featured. They used our nice. logo as like the cover. It was pretty. Fun. Oh, oh, that's cool. fucking great. But, but yeah, there's most of them are I would say just like small time developers. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing, nothing's crazy. One of them has the backing of one of the manufacturers. So I would say they have a little bit more money and that's the most popular one. Uh, that one's called yeah, Disc Golf Valley. And that's the yeah, one that they're holding that's, that's, the tournament in. Okay. That's cool, cool. the one that everybody is leaning. At the you said that's iOS the, Android. Both. And Android. Yep. Both. Yeah. Both. Yeah. All, almost all of these are both. I think so. There are some in steam as well. 
Um, so there are some PC games that are completely different than the iOS or so, Android side of things. I gotta tell you, I've played a disc golf game before, and you'll you'll be surprised to hear where where you probably know what it is. But it was on the is it Wii? No, it was on the PlayStation Three, uh, and the, it was the Move, right? It was the PS Move, yeah. A game called mm-hmm. Sports Champions had disc golf as one of the mini games in it. Huh. And it was so I haven't I haven't played that, but I hear it's, it's good. very good. Yeah. 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 If you can get yeah, your the, move a PS3 in that game, you should so yeah, the, the, we, we had something too. It's Wii Sports mm-hmm. Resorts. Yeah. It, or resorts, resorts, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um but then like the so the PC the stuff that's on Steam is only available on PC currently. But the one that I'm really excited about is it's called Perfect Round Disc Golf, and it's it uses uh, fantasy type characters. So you have people wearing like pelts and like carrying like weaponry and stuff. It's it, it's like an it's RPG, kind of like a, right? Fun, yeah. It's a disc golf. It RPG? looks really cool. That's, That's cool. fantastic. Yeah, kind of. Repeat the name again. What um, is it? And then that one is Perfect Round Perfect Disc Round. Yeah, and I think that is in beta currently and cool. then and then i think uh ultimate disc golf which is another one on steam that was early access and recently i think they're moving to beta soon is there a drive to move any of these to console just curious i play consoles <laughs> I've, sp- I've spoken to the developers of the steam ones and they are looking into it and are going to most likely port to console next before Mac, most likely. Uh, and it'll most likely be uh, Xbox. We'll Dude, get the, I, will the first I will 100%. Uh, <laughs> I know, <buy> right? <laughs> I'm I a Sony guy. So. Uh, I have both. I have both. I will 100% buy that unless you can get me a copy. <laughs> Just kidding. I'll, I'll see what I can do because I, I would I, like to get my. A copy. I might try to convince them to do PS4 first. Only people who have caught my stream on an, on pretty much a daily or regular basis know that recently I've kind of gotten back into um, team sport type games. Or like yeah, games. I saw you. Yeah, you've been playing the show a lot. Yeah, so I've done a couple of uh, of uh, streams where I've done the show, but off stream I've been nuts about the show, like nuts about it. Like I'm doing a full like 162 game season for the Phillies. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, it's nuts, dude! I, I it's crazy. Well, someone's got to. Right, yeah, right, right. The Phillies to. aren't playing right now, so I figured I'd give them a winning record. Like, and and boy, yeah. is it a winning record! I'm like seventy. Three and twenty-three, like it's crazy yeah. right now. So I've, been, me, I've been holding my own, coming around the corner. But uh, let me, yeah, let me ask you. Let me ask you something. Um, do they have any VR experiences for disc golf? I don't believe that so. I know of. So that seems like a because like I recently got a virtual head, like I got a VR headset. Seems and totally like a no-brainer. Like that's, totally because it's all motion control, right? Like so, that's mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah. Um, and you could be immersed. What did in you get? Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe the Oculus Store might have like, like a rudimentary version of something. But I haven't heard of 
anything specific. I haven't looked. I, I, I would have to look after this. And I think one of the small time developers would need some type of money or backing or sponsor to, to make a push to try to create something like that, I think. Cool. But it's a great idea. I think if the technology, the technology's there, it's just someone has to do it. Yeah, absolutely. I think. That's cool. Yeah, I would definitely pick up um, a disc golf game and try and fuck with it. I totally would because I just I you, did, did you guys hear this? Check this out. A couple of uh, <laughs> months back, I fucking randomly bought uh, Don Bradman's Cricket and live <laughs> oh on my the, God. dude. Not even kidding. Live on my fucking stream, I tried to learn Cricket. <laughs> Uh, and I geez. have like my my stream well, is watched. Uh, it's a Durham, morning. We did that. We did that once with the uh, the PlayStation, uh, the Netflix for PlayStation games. I can't remember what that was. Uh, where you, you it was like like the monthly subscription and they oh, gave you like the a PlayStation title now. Just, I'll play, yeah, I, so, I pay for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was we we played cricket for i think hours. that cricket game is in there that might even be the same game honestly <laughs> if, it's, if it's don bradman's 17 it is. don bradman's it's 17 the fa- it's the fancy fancy it's green yeah, uh, that's yeah, all i yeah. know is it's yeah, a green yeah. cover yeah yeah dude that's I, so funny i fucking i'm familiar with I that bought game. that fucking game <laughs> i bought that fucking game and i was just dude i i only did one stream on it and i want to get back to it the problem is is i got addicted to this baseball game but man I fucked up cricket. I was having a great time doing it. And my stream starts at like eight in the morning, you know, our time, five hours ahead. Oh, yeah. Five hours ahead, you have all the people that watch my stream in the UK. And they were fucking in the chat, like rooting me on and like giving me pointers on how to play fucking cricket better. It was so fucking bananas, dude. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Have you ever played any any of the rugby games? No, I, that was a, like before I started thinking about baseball. That was the thing I was thinking of immediately after I finished the cricket stream because I was like, you know what? I should probably get a rugby game fucking next because I don't know how to play that either. <laughs> it's but, they're they're a lot. Of- yeah, but I'd be down to uh, try out a disc golf game definitely live on stream. Yeah, disc golf Valley is free. Um, there's also another one, disc golf on chain. I just um, I just figured it out. Uh, here in my studio, I just figured out how to connect my because I I did a Apple Arcade stream, so I figured out how to to connect my uh, phone up. Oh, uh, cool! I'm assuming this is a game I can get on the phone. It's not just a iPad mm-hmm. game. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah both, both. Like there's times where Derek and I have done basically screen grabs on our phones, and Derek created a full coverage like we would for like actual live disc golf and he kind of made it within the game so it was kind of a cool yeah, little quirky I simulated, coverage I piece. simulated an entire round of myself play, um and like edited replays in and i did the commentary, commentary over top of it <laughs> that's yeah. great yeah, yeah. <laughs> i even put like commercials in it so like uh, <laughs> i was advertising some of our our sponsors uh in the coverage as well (laughs) and that's i've actually been speaking yeah and i've been speaking to the developer of that game and they're they're interested in hosting the raw video on their on their like facebook nice that's awesome um i had a thought i fucking lost it (laughs) sorry dude (laughs) oh it's just you know it's me you're you're here what was my thought i don't remember Thinking about that burrito. I'm thinking about that burrito. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a little light in the head. Um, yeah, so that's that's pretty fucking dope, dude. Um, 
So what? What do you? So you get, you're in quarantine. You guys are locked down and everything like that. Besides disc golf games, I know you're not just keeping your time with fucking disc golf. There's got to be other shit you guys are playing. And anyone want to? I start? mean, for the <laughs> the majority of my my brain capacity is still disc golf because it's now trying to get creative and and create content when there's a time where we're not shooting any new content. Right. Yeah. So you've been putting um, so content like, out on YouTube. Right so. Now. So not really, a friend actually. of ours. Well, I've been developing where this is a mini disc and I have a mini basket. So I'm coming up with, with my own course in and outside and around my house. Oh wow. Oh that's pretty clever. Co- I plan on yeah, covering myself playing this. So that's like the we'll tech see. decks of disc golf. Kind of yeah, basically. What? The yeah, tech deck, the tech deck, the, the finger, the finger skateboard. Board. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Tech deck. Um, yeah, and I mean, there are courses that um, simulate like a mini golf course as well. So it's like putt putt disc golf, but putt 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 disc golf. Hmm, it's pretty nice. cool. But I've been, other than that, I've played a lot of Mario Party with my nice. And I nice. just, I won for the first time. A couple weeks ago, it's usually you backstab how- you and uh, take your stars. No, the game does that for her. It's <laughs> like it completely <laughs> just get awards screw- the stars. I'm going to be frank with you guys. I don't really understand what that over game is. Every time, what is that game? I don't own that game. What is that game? People it's play like that game. A board game. The most the most RNG game you can ever play. Just, yeah, it's a board game. They should that- just literally call it RNG. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. And like it, it can randomly like backstab you at any point. It's like you'll uh, jump I'm, on spaces. I'm, I'm literally asking the question. Game. I don't know what the premise uh, of the yeah, game we're telling is. You. <laughs> it's basically you have to yeah, collect, you, you have to collect a, stars. Yeah. It's like a it's a Mario game, so you have to collect stars. But you're on like a like a board. So yeah, think of it as like a shoots and ladders games. or something. Uh, and you land on. And something. It's it's riddled with mini games that you oh, earn. Mm-hmm. You pass a place where the star is. You have to purchase at the end the game the person with the most stars if there's a tie of the same amount of stars then they defer to the amount of coins you have left it is the most bullshit game ever man <laughs> it's it's relationship ending yeah it's one of those yeah oh, it's, it's, my my girlfriend won't play with me because mm-hmm. i beat her every time so we can like, only play co-op and play against the computer <laughs> yeah and my wife doesn't like playing with me because i i rage quit all the time so Sounds similar to uh, a game I love called Overcook, Overcooked or Overcooked Two. Yeah, huge fan. Those fucking I re- games. Dude. I recently played it and got over. I found myself a good partner in Overcooked, and it did became. You play a lot that more with enjoyable. I did. We played oh, that on our twenty-four God. hour stream. Yeah, Jesus, must have been. Fucking um, and we we killed it, man. We were doing we were doing awesome. Was I sleeping when you were playing that? <laughs> Maybe. I, I don't remember half the things from that. No, that's I, don't, not true. I don't remember you guys playing Overcooked at all. I wish I was there for oh, that. Oh, yeah, we totally did. That might have been when I was snoozing, though. But, yeah, when I'm not uh, when I'm not thinking disc golf, I usually jump in the Appalachia. So I gave that another chance. I'm a huge Bethesda fan. So I've been playing a lot of Wasteland. What are you playing that trying- PS4. So am I. Oh my god! You're playing on PS4. Oh, I need I, help, man. You need to carry me. I got it on I, Xbox, I, and, he, dude. Oh I got it on god. Xbox and PS4. Not only that, he's got Fallout first. I got Fallout first, so you can come and play play in my fucking private world. Even if I don't have it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh shit! All right. Yeah, we should probably <laughs> carry me. on a regular carry basis. Me, please, I need, so happy. I need help carry me because I just jumped back playing? in and I'm only like level thirty-five. Wait, sorry. So, like, what did I, you say? You are. So are you do. are you playing this as well? I have it installed currently on my PC. I've played about four hours of it. I've not played it since last week. I'm sorry, Felix. Are you feel familiar, Derek, with the biggest flop in history? I so swear basically, to God. Bethesda put out a really half-assed game in 2018. Yeah. Um, it was a copy and pasted game of an old game, basically. And they created an online an online Fallout game. I'm oh, wait, is it Fallout this, franchise. Yeah, Fallout 76. Was this the one where you could, like, you could pick? Is it 76? That's what you're talking about? Yeah, Fallout, Fallout 76. 76. Yeah, they basically okay. came out with a new... With a new update similar to kind of what like No Man's Sky did, because that was like another flop. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And it's getting it's getting really good feedback right now. So I've been yeah. okay. putting some time cool. in it and checking it out. It so I, like um, game. I think it was a yeah. Black Friday germ. Black Friday the game was fifteen twelve dollars. And I yeah. like for on PlayStation. And I had been playing yeah. on Xbox for like a year and a half. And I was like, you know what? I got people in my who come in my stream. They say to me periodically, hey, uh, are you playing on Xbox or PS4? And then I'll say, I'm playing on Xbox. And then they'd be like, ah, fuck, man, I got it on PS4. Otherwise, I'd come in and join you. And so I got this so frequently, I said, you know, and, and then I, I met a friend at the job who basically was like, oh, I'm thinking about getting that Fallout 76. I'm like, what are you getting it on? He's got PS4. Oh, that's a shame. And he said, but I, I, I got it on uh, this Black Friday sale. You should do it, too. I said, all right, fuck it. So I bought it again. I had been playing with the Fallout First membership on Xbox for whatever amount of time <laughs> I had been playing on it. And I fucking started playing without it in PlayStation. And I realized there's no way I can play that game without it. Like, it's got so many perfect features to help the private world alone. I don't want to play with other people. I don't want them in my fucking life. I don't want them in my fucking game. I don't want them there. The only people I want in the world with me are people who are my friends and are working with me in the fucking wasteland. I like that. Um, well, I mean, it's like that with ESO because I played Elder Scrolls Online a while and you'd need the membership basically to... Mm-hmm. Well, the, yeah, the biggest yeah, thing that you can get from the membership with this game is uh, the, the unlimited scrap box. So you can just keep putting scrap mm-hmm. into it over and over. But you can't share in that, unfortunately. But, <laughs> but something, something else I've been playing, though, and this is a slow grind, is I'm playing through for the first time on the Switch. Never. Sorry, what Breath game I you cut out? Zelda. Breath, Breath of the Wild. Oh, Breath of the Wild. Breath yeah, of the I've Wild. Never played, I've never was, played through it. I was going to say the same thing, that I'm I'm currently working through that as well. And it's... It's one of those things where I investigate everything as I'm walking past. Um, so I've only gotten to one boss fight out of all the explorations that I've done. But I've gotten yeah. on the top oh, yeah. of a, a mountain without freezing to death. Yeah. And, you know, all the fun. Yeah, I just run around mindlessly in that game. But uh, that's a mm-hmm. that's such yeah, a I good mean, game. I, game just, is, I can't wait is- to actually beat it. It's we. Lo- I know we love that on, on the podcast. Everyone, everyone who's played it here has definitely we're pretty much pretty high on it but like that game is so good at inviting you to like continue to explore and just just like check every nook and cranny and it's just it's so inviting of a, of a i game love it there's one thing that. i fucking hate about that game can i can i say this and never say it again go ahead i don't like the fact Do that it. i can't have more than one save file that bothers the fuck out of me that's a nintendo thing man why because like, yeah. even even with animal crossing which i've been you know one of the games i've been playing for like the last past month um in order, in order, first of all, you can't 
you can only delete the save file. But if another user on your Switch wants to uh, make you know play the game, they have to use the island that's already exists in the original save file. So they become a resident on the person's island that has already been created on the. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like the main save yeah, file is like anyone who's a user has to use that island. Well, and so territory. funny, funny you say, uh, funny you say it's like a Nintendo thing. But I remember that, that Ocarina of Time allowed you to have the different like save file decks, um, yeah. and it's like it's so funny to like look back where it's like that offered that, but now you're you know <laughs> yeah yeah I went, I went in I went in <laughs> recently. This was right before quarantine. I went in and I said, fuck it. You know, I'll play a little bit in, in this game. I said, I want to start fresh. So I hit new game and then didn't realize that I was fucking overwriting my old game. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I had gone, <laughs> I had gone to the point where I didn't go really that far, but I'd gone to the point where I was getting ready to do my first like big, uh, what are those called again? The big ro- the machines? sacred beasts or whatever. Yeah. The altered beasts or the sacred beasts or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The, was it the water one that you were fighting in? That yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where, where you the go robotic in, robotic elephant. You meet the water people and do the robotic elephant. Yeah, I yeah. was getting ready to do that, and then I don't know. But I went through the save. Oh, my I, new, my new. That's save. pretty devastating. You feel like you've gone a really long way when you make it to that to that boss. Well, I did. <laughs> no, here's like the thing. The, it's not even like the the no. dent. No, it's not a dent, and 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 worse off. I also preoccupied myself with getting a lot of those like um, fuck what shrines. I got like uh, a shit ton oh, okay. of those shrines. Like I was going mm-hmm. through one by one and ignoring the story. And then you know, yeah. so I, there was a ton of shrines that I got. I had so much cool shit, really cool armors and things that like that I got through the shrines. I'd upgraded like now you get to do it all over again. Well, now I'm I. I I took a completely it different path. Sounds like you haven't revisited. <laughs> yeah, I, I took. Sounds a, like a Destiny Two game. Yeah, mm. I took a completely I mean, different point, path yeah. off the plateau. So I left the plateau from a different direction, and I'm now I'm more deliberate in doing story. So hopefully, yeah, we, I mean, uh, at this point, if I were to like pick that game back up again, um, I would probably just erase my save file and just start over. I would just just do it because at this point, I would just want a fresh experience again. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. But it would be cool yeah. if I could make an additional save file. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fucking Nintendo. It's, it's, if only we had the technology from 1996, know. you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just not possible. It's just not possible. One other game I've been playing that's yeah. even more casual than that, and I've, it's so hard, is Crash Bandicoot. I bought the, oh, yeah. the, the Insane Trilogy or whatever, and like I've just been playing through the first one, and like... I don't know how I ever got through that as a kid because that game is hard. That might be one of the hardest games I played trying to get all the boxes in that. Yeah. Um, mm. Earlier games, man, they fuck you up because yeah. either A, we had better reflexes then mm. or they were just made harder then. I don't well, know. I think they were just harder games like yeah. Ocarina of Time and shit like Crash that. Bandicoot was one of the first endeavors into the like 3D space. So it did things where like it would you would have Crash Bandicoot run toward the camera, so like you mm-hmm. couldn't you couldn't like see like you know mm-hmm. what was ahead of you. So you, it became like a memorization thing if you wanted to like get really good at it. You had to like know what the level was going to be. So, yeah, yeah. At the yeah, time, I mean, that's that, yeah. that's 
that's it's the same concept as like what side scrollers were on the console generation before it right where like you had to keep moving and if the camera passed you you would lose a life you know i'm specifically remembering the aladdin game with the carpet oh yeah in the cave that was a hard one yeah. I forgot that I fucking played the shit out of that game. I Those played games were re-released recently. Like remastered. I love all the remastered platform games. Like oh, that one was re, re, re-released in the Switch, you're saying? Like, I can go find that in there? Yeah, I, yeah I've been yeah. playing Crash yeah. on the Switch, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, I meant the, the Aladdin. Aladdin. Oh, the yeah, Aladdin. Yeah. Like the Disney Aladdin and Lion King. The... I might go in there and uh, fucking pick that up. Yeah, you know what I should have... Uh, they okay. added um, a few features to it that were like uh, it's like a time rewind. So like if if you because you keep fucking up like because the game is like really hard, so you can rewind before you die and try it again. So they let you. Yeah, they added a bunch uh, of like cool features. Yeah. Um, I, oh. I remember that you used to you used to get like the when you made it to a certain point in the game, it would display a code that you could put in at the beginning to jump to that level. Right. That because it was it was prior to save before save files. Yeah. <laughs> We used to have you have to like had a no, I had a, note, awesome. a notebook full of codes. Yeah. No, no, yeah. I'm I'm very familiar with what you're talking I'd about. I'd write them in the game. The game. Neil, you're talking about the system based ability to save that they've added to a lot of those games. Or are they or are they based in the games themselves? I'm familiar with them because I bought the Konami packs. I bought um hmm. uh, the Castlevania pack and I bought the Contra pack. Oh, Castlevania! Both mm-hmm. of those have built into them the ability to uh, essentially save. Uh, an image a snapshot Mm -hmm. and what's really crazy is i got really far the furthest i've ever gotten in castlevania original right but the problem is is my snapshot my current snapshot is saved virtually with no fucking like resources right before the boss uh i guess after frankenstein which is like I think it's like a witch or a. Oh. And sounds I am, like playing Resident Evil for the first. That's what I'm saying. I'm literally. Yeah, I say, I, I, sounds like you're about to reset it. I, I think it's <laughs> yeah. I think it's one of these things with Nintendo I, uh, where I think I can only do one image or one snapshot, mm-hmm. and I'm my snapshot. Is, my snapshot is fucking like in the worst possible <laughs> spot with no. no resources. So I don't think I'm going to be completing uh, Castlevania anytime soon, boys. Oh um, no. But yeah, that shit's really cool. You know what that shows up in that feature, that save capability shows up really. If you type archive, uh, arcade archives in the Switch store, you get an actual like they have old archives of or uh, old arcade games. So arcade games that I played when I was like really young are in there and you can buy them usually for like t- seven bucks. Um, but I bought like mm-hmm. a bunch of like old arcade games, um, games that I played that I was passionate about and played pumping quarters in over and over again. And mm-hmm. all of those have the ability to like save right before a certain point so that you can, you know, you can also, yeah, that's the- they, they, they're also the original images or the original uh, files mm-hmm. because you have to put in quarters in order to play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny! You have to add, you have to like add physically add credits yeah, to, the, to the game. They're oh, ri- original ROMs, I guess. So, so that's yeah, yeah that's yeah, a feature. You of were the, talking, yeah. You were talking about that rewind feature where um, you can like redo things. Something that I played recently that did that was I think it's called Life is Strange. Strange, right? That is a mechanic um, where, of the game. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's like, it's like the, the soul of the game and then you can really mm-hmm. see how, cause it's a choose your own adventure, obviously, but you could see how things play out from both sides before making your final decision, which is super cool. Mm-hmm. Or you can rewind back to the beginning of the episode from an entirely different location and seeing, see what happens there. It's really in depth. And, uh, yeah, and it's like it's like an actual thing in the plot that the girl that you're playing as is actually she has she realizes she has the ability to like rewind time and do it. Yeah. It's not just like a baked in feature to the emulator, but it's like an actual part of the game. Yeah, and you know what game so I'd like, be it, right. Go ahead, sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say it's it. The first episode is available free in the PlayStation download section. If nice. anybody who hasn't played it is interested in checking it out, it's also a part of PS Now. I, it's in PS Now. Is it? Yep. Cool. Nice. You can get actually all the chapters of Life is Strange, I believe. Life is Strange 1 and 2. Uh, oh, I don't know. Is two, wait, did 2 come out? Is that out? Two they're, is they're up to episode out. 4. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. there's four all, episodes. I saw whatever I saw. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it was all four, but I definitely saw, like, I believe 1 and 2, and there might even be a third in there. So you can definitely check that out in PS Now. I was going to say, uh, when quarantine kind of started, um, the first game I played through that I've been, I waited almost a year or two to play through. Uh, and I have to say, it's probably one of my favorite games now is Detroit Become Human. Mm, the fact uh, that you can replay that and how different and how dramatic your choices are in that game. It, honestly, I just like tip my hat to Sony, man. They make the best games for their play. I really got to fucking play that. I bought that game. It came out the day it launched and I fucking had it on my console and I still, and you never played it. Still didn't open it fucking once. Oh dude, dude, you need to play that game. It's so good. I heard if if you're really just trying to like, if you want to like, just enjoy a story and like not worry about dying all the time or like really put a lot of struggle on like actual mechanics, play that game for the story. It's well worth Mm -hmm. it. I definitely uh, I bought it for a reason. <laughs> well, fucking play it. What's There's wrong? So much <laughs> shit, this is, dude. This is a occur- reoccurring thing with Felix. Fallout 76 has, on two consoles. <laughs> he has uh, the stack, and it's games. He'll, he'll just go, pre-ordered it, bought it, got it, we're getting it. And then he goes and plays Fallout again, or Assassin's Creed Odyssey for 100 and 200 hours. I just looked and, at my save file today for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I played like a couple hours before the stream here. And uh, I have put 302 fucking hours into that save. Oh, my God. Wow. I mean, (laughs) I can't say that I played 300 hours of PUBG. So it's like, I I don't know if I can I can really like be like, how dare you? (laughs) See, I try to really like going back to like even like the Fallout games or Zelda or that is like, I really just try to find those single player games other than maybe fallout 76 that i'm talking about like i have a, so many games that i've bought that i haven't even played yet and they're just single player linear playthroughs like i still have the uncharted game to play through like i still have they so were, many they games. were free this month on playstation yeah, Plus, I, and i have them all I, I never even played uh the second and third one so oh, like dude, i have those, those i still have those gotta, to play through gotta, Germ, good. can i give you a uh, point of advice about fallout 76 I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. Uh, yeah, shoot. It has a well-developed fast travel system built into it, right? The only, yeah. in order to consume the new story, the only real way to fucking do it is like it's a single-player game. Now, it is good. Good thing. Good thing I play a single-player. Yeah, but it, but it, a it is good to lonely. have 
like it, it is good to come in with me <laughs> or it is good to play with other people. And of course the guys that I play with, if you come in and play with me, you'll get to meet. Um, but like, you, you, you know, when you play with other people, you gain the XP bonuses because there's certain cards that you can put on your character that, that give you mm -hmm. XP bonuses for playing with other people. So it is good because you'll level up faster when you're doing that story content to play with other people. But I am now consuming this guy. I said this on the last show, and I'll repeat it for anyone with this who's curious about Wastelanders. I am playing Fallout Wastelanders on two new characters that I made on each each system, and I'm playing it without fast travel. I'm not fast traveling around the map. There's so much shit that they put <laughs> between locations, like oh, random yeah. events and shit that, that you're going to miss if you fast travel all the time. So it's 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 really a mistake to take this content in with the fast travel crap all the time. Well, I'm I'm poor in the game, so I try to conserve my my caps so yeah, I don't yeah. really fast travel too much. Right. So. If you're not playing with something, <laughs> well, when you play with other people, you can fast travel to your friends for free. Yeah. So people end up getting in this habit of, "Oh, go to that spot for me." Okay, I'll fast travel to you. Um, Sounds like Red Dead, which yeah. that was the one thing I hated about Red Dead is that you couldn't fast travel. And if you like I I downloaded that game recently and i like You're jumped in and i was like oh, the old one the, the two and i was like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna go ride my horse around and then i was like shit it's gonna take me 20 minutes to ride across the map to do what it's, i wanted to do last yeah, time i traveling the game. is pretty tedious yeah and i was just oh, like in that game, you don't fucking in. unlock the fast travel until like way later in the game <laughs> like yeah it's it's ridiculous you, you gotta but, go through uh, a, at least a solid eight to to 15 hours of the game before you even get to the fast travel shit I, I like experiencing games without fast travel, but I do think they need it as a security blanket. Yeah. Well, it's definitely there in Fallout 76, but mm -hmm. you know. Um, but we were talking about Assassin's Creed earlier, and that's a part of uh, one of our uh, news stories tonight. Not to segue awkwardly again. I'm a no, champion it. at it. <laughs> I think that was, that, was, that was much more mellow than the... Than the oh, yeah. That wasn't a... <laughs> There wasn't a hard turn. I didn't do a hard right. I, I did like a soft, soft bend. It was a, yeah. it was a veer. I, I verged. I verged. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so what's I the mean, big uh, news saw... story, Neo? Um, so today, um, Boss Logic, an artist, he's actually a really famous artist. Um, he's famous for doing a lot of Marvel art, like fan art, but he's, like he's very, very pro at Photoshop. So he like, he'll be like, he'll fan cast his own actors into roles for games or movies. And he will do perfect rendition of Photoshop's of like, uh, these characters in their roles. Like for example, when Mash Marshala Ali was cast as blade, the first thing he did was he went on his Instagram and he's like, bam, this is, this is Marshala as, uh, as blade. Yeah. So like you should, he's definitely worth following on Twitter and Instagram because he is a fantastic artist. So today, Ubisoft had him for a. I think the live stream was like here. I'm gonna. Yeah, it just here. randomly shows up on the fucking channel, and yeah. he's working in Photoshop. It says yep. Boss Logic, and he's working in fucking Photoshop. And it's we're like, all like, uh, it's a stream of him. It was or? a stream. It's an art stream, yeah. And he's just he's just drawing, I guess, uh, like art for the game that's coming in. But from so, and, he and, was doing so, it from the like, Assassin's Creed channel, and we were all like, what the fuck is happening? And oh, that's cool. Slowly, it started to come into form. He was doing the marketing materials uh, or the main marketing. What do they call that? Like the main key, key art, 
key, key art, art is what it is the mm-hmm. main key art of the assassin the new assassin's creed game as the way yeah. a way to unveil it to the world took him about uh it took about eight That's hours so cool eight uh, hours and the game was is titled uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and at the end of the stream, so uh, they announced that tomorrow um, they are going to show the first teaser for it. So, so when we say mm-hmm. we're saying this, if you are listening to this podcast right now, and it is tomorrow de- five p.m. Tomorrow is if this is the day our podcast came out, oh, it yeah. would be five p.m. this evening, <laughs> the April April thirtieth. Yes, I guess I should say. April thirtieth. Yeah. There, you, there you go. Just, just um, keep your refresh button. Well oiled, yeah, yeah. Keep um, well oiled. Also, literally, as we're as we're sitting here, I got another tweet notification that said Ubisoft Montreal actually had up to fifteen studios working on this game. Wow, which is a lot. Which is a lot of studios to be like like being put into work for for like one title. Are they? They have to be one of the biggest developers in terms of actual oh, yeah. size with employees, right? I mean, they're well over a thousand. Oh, I mean, let's see. I mean, Ubisoft is not only the publisher; they also have multiple studios across the country. Uh, I'm sorry, across the world. Yeah, the, the, uh, the between Canada the and France. That's what I'm saying. Like they're they, like they develop and produce a lot of their games single handedly. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they have really? they have studios that are just constantly rotating what projects they're working on. So at one point, like before we had uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, not not Odyssey Origins they had at least three or four studios that would rotate production of the Assassin's Creed games. And then that's on top of the shooters they do, the division, all those yeah, games. They were doing they were doing a yearly Assassin's Creed game for many years and Ooh. then they just started to get Ooh, we have, they started to get bad. Yeah. You know, people Will started, we ever get another splinter That's we hope so. I would I definitely hope so. There was a tease uh, for that that showed up in Ghost Recon Wildlands. They, yeah, they, they, that they had a special yeah, splinter cell event. Mm. the the original style of where like when as the years went on it kind of pulled away from the true heart of it i think yeah, you um, need like the ps2 version yeah, yeah. like that it was hours and hours spent on that and i would glad buy that game again yeah we got a void to fill now that metal gear is done at least at least for me it's a it's a huge void left open. I uh, I play a lot of. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this about me. Maybe you do, Germ, because you said you caught my stream a couple times. I play a lot of Ubisoft games. Like it's, yeah. I am it's entrenched. Butter. I'm entrenched in the Far Cry series. I'm entrenched in fucking. I played the D- Division, Division Two. I play. I didn't play those as much as I played. I I 100 completed Ghost Recon Wildlands on the on the on the box. Um, so I've been playing a lot of these games. And I'm becoming very familiar with their the tropes, as they say, in the Ubisoft. Um, the one thing that's been lacking in fucking Assassin's Creed that I am hopeful for in the newest one is fucking yeah. first person. I don't Never, think it's not going to happen. No, I don't think it's going to happen. happen. Yeah, why? It could happen. Why do you want that? Uh, because stabbing somebody in first person is, I guess, something that you I'll play, never do in real life. So. Yeah, you get that in Far, Far Cry. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I'd, so, I'd love to. So, like, let me ask you this then: What kind of things do you hope for? In like, you're the Assassin's Creed guy, Felix. Like this, that's like this is your this is your jam right here, and it's featuring a Viking season that's being teased very heavily. What does that do for you? Uh, well, one, I was a huge fan of God of War, the most recent oh, yeah. God of War. I played the shit out of that, and I love, I love. I also am a huge fan of the show Vikings, 
And on my queue for watching TV is The Last Kingdom, which is another Viking show. So um, I'm, I'm big into that culture, and I'm really interested in that period of history. So this is exciting for me. I can't wait to get in there, the, 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 specifically to see the type of weaponry that you're going to get to to play with and uh, definitely what the architecture is going to look like. Because And I think Odyssey really kind of brought a lot of fans back because I think Assassins really fell off there. Um, like even with me, like I played the first couple and then maybe after Black Flag or something, I kind of fell off. And I think the most recent game really brought a lot of fans back. So mm-hmm. I think this one should knock it out of the park because well, I, I, people, uh, people want it now. I, I, yeah, and they've been is, getting bigger and bigger with every rendition as well. There is a counter narrative to the most recent game that I don't support really at all. There are people out there who don't like who their biggest criticism of the new Assassin's Creed is the fact that the new Assassin's Creed um, has more of an RPG mechanic to it, uh, more of a level grind. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not critical of that whatsoever. There are people who are very critical of it because they, they want to from the very beginning. Well, I was having this conversation today, actually, in the Emerging Gamer Discord with yeah, uh, I saw that yeah, with 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 mm. Trollbeard, and he was saying, and, and I agree with him. I agree with him. It's counter the narrative of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, where you're playing as, according to the story, you're playing as a demigod, right? It's counter for a demigod to not be able to kill a human in one shot, right? Mm-hmm. And so the biggest criticism people have is that from a story perspective is that it makes no sense that this assassin who's a demigod can't kill everything that she comes in contact with instantly. Um, and I, I don't really, I can't, I, I mean, from a narrative perspective, I don't have an argument for that. I, I, can't. I mean, I could tell you, I mean, wonder woman's a demigod and you don't see her killing, you know, taking out people instantly, you know, right. She yeah. That's, a, true. that's up. true. And I mean, you're essentially one of the characters is pretty much wonder woman in that game, right? Cassandra. Yeah. Yeah. When you yeah. play as Cassandra, you're playing essentially as wonder woman. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I don't support that because I look at it as a good game. You know, it levels so, n- not unlike any RPG that I I've played before. You know, in recent memory. You know, do you hope that they continue their RPG? I want that. like structure. Yeah, in the I, I don't want it to go back to every kill I make is instant, and I'm just a god from the beginning of the game. That yeah, was, I think that, I have, at, at this point, I think there's no going back to that. At, at this point, because right. it's kind of a tired style. I, I don't want to say tired completely, but it's like giving you giving a putting an RPG uh, mechanic like a system in a game actually adds you know like grind to work for it adds it adds yeah, progression progression and, and and that and Ubisoft over years has noticed this, which is why black you know uh, Ghost Recon Blackout or whatever they added that sort of progression loot system in that to hopefully have you know that's the kind of thing that they let a player work toward and, gr- and well, drive toward. that's it's not blackout but why Black- can't i i bought the game and i don't even remember the fucking yeah, name of that game too yeah it, well yeah it, i have played it though i played yeah but they, they added they added like a loot <laughs> no but you said blackout you said ghost recon blackout what the fucking what's it called i don't even I care don't know either <laughs> i don't fucking yeah. know black uh, it's not black ops it's breakdown it's breakdown break break breakout break breakout Oh my break god! Dance. <laughs> Ghost Recon. Break. Ghost Recon. Break dance. Break point. It's break, break point. Break, break <laughs> point. <laughs> None so of us see Ubisoft. Your shit is so generic. We don't even fucking know what it's called. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. <laughs> uh, oh my yeah. god! That's a cl- that's a Clancy title, isn't it? 
Yeah, well, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Ubisoft made it. Oh, officially, blame, blame all people forget this, but officially, all of those games are Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon. Ghost Recon. Tom yeah. Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Like, Ubisoft essentially has the Tom Clancy license, so guys any been game dead in for that fucking like, like ten to twenty years. Yeah. Tom Clancy's been gone a long time, and they fucking still keep slapping um, his name on shit. But like, yeah, like Ubisoft <laughs> knows that. Like you, you see it in all their games, right? Their their formula is in all of their games. You know, you unlock map points, you progress in the same way. So, like, if they can get that in all their games and in some form, you're going to notice that. And I don't think Ruby especially replayability. Like, yeah, it gives it, you a reason to pick it back up. Yeah, and and it gives you reason to like go out in the world and like go, oh, I want to go visit this place. And now adding the RPG mechanics, yeah, I'll de- I could definitely gives you attest, something to like grind for. I could definitely mm-hmm. attest that having a lot of things on the map in it's a big huge fucking map but having a lot of things on the map in uh Assassin's Creed Odyssey did not feel as cluttered as it did in previous games uh because mm-hmm. of the size of the map in fact i think they figured the sk- that ratio out i think with uh, Assassin's Creed uh Odyssey they figured out that we need this certain amount of points in this certain amount of space in order mm-hmm. for someone to not feel overwhelmed and put the fucking game down um, because I, I really got into it and I had this, uh, I, I've told Neo about this. I've t- talked about it on the show before, but I, I have this way of playing it called a proximity, proximity playthrough where, and, and I, I don't even know if they know that people play it this way. They might, because that's how I play any open world game. When you select a point, yeah. they give a distance from where you are currently to where it's going to be. And the way I play is I only take points that are close enough by by meters, by distance. And then this way, the, 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 and it's good for the, the stream because I'm constantly doing something new and active um, because I'm never like riding a horse for like 40 minutes, you know what I mean, in one direction. Like, like the problem we had in Red Dead 2, uh, John, mm-hmm. you were speaking to earlier. Um, when you do proximity playthrough, you can see the meters and distance, and you just go to the points that are closest, you know. And they had it in Ghost Recon, they have it in now all the Assassin's Creed games, and it keeps me active. It keeps me doing one thing after another without any kind of weird, completely droning on pauses. And it's it's not good for the t- the TV I'm producing, you know. If if people are watching streamers like they're they're fucking television, if there is a time. I noticed this with Red Dead 2. Thank you for bringing that up because that is the game where I fucking noticed people are going to get bored. I'm getting bored watching myself on a fucking horse cart for fucking 35 minutes trying to get to another destination. That's um, why I haven't finished the game, unfortunately. Yeah. Personally, time maybe, that's when, point point maybe that's when you start taking calls, right? So like in the times where you're doing <laughs> the traveling, you, you have a caller come in and you can adjust. Oh, I could definitely yeah, say radio your location. Sorry, like, the time's up. In. Next part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could definitely attest that. that it's Red, like, well, it's been fun, but this is our stop. Yeah. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2 is definitely a time, a great game for engaging with chat. You know what I mean? Like the minute I'm sitting on the horse, I would just like let it go. You could put it on like auto walk or whatever. And I would, yeah. just, I would just let it go. And then I'd be like, all right, chat, what do you want to talk about while we're waiting for my horse to get to destination? Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, you don't have that problem at all in the current Assassin's Creed. Not not at all. And it has a well-developed fast travel system as well if you don't feel like doing any of that. But, you know. Yeah. They really crank out those games, man. Mm-hmm. Ubisoft doesn't mess around. Well, they're they're on a different schedule with Assassin's Creed. I mean, 
they did what what was it odyssey came out and then two years later odyssey uh no 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 sorry origins came out and then two years later odyssey came out yeah and they've also taken a year break between this so it's been two years since odyssey came out yeah yeah Yeah. just putting out games that big with that type of quality in two years is impressive I, I yeah, think they realize they have that, multiple studios. That's what I, that goes into that manpower that I was talking about. The so like thousands, hundreds even of people we're working getting on this one right now. There's another game that's winding up development right now. Like they're, they're oh yeah, already, for next gen and everything. The, yeah. yeah, this game is definitely going to be a next gen game. By the way, I'm just tell your guys. I tell you guys right now that this trailer is probably going to blow a lot of people away because it will probably look very good. Um, Do you think it's going to be released on current gen though? Yeah, it'll be on both. It'll be like Black Flag, right? But when Black Flag came out, that was the cross-gen game. And they don't um, have any more details about it. It's just they mentioned the location and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the te- yeah, we'll they find they out tomorrow the, in the trailer. Yeah. Hopefully yeah, it's going to yeah, show yeah, some fucking wait. gameplay. I I can't stand those fucking types of trailers that are just like... It probably you know, won't feel like I'm going to tell you that right now. It's going to be just like beautiful <laughs> it's cinematic be shots. <laughs> it's, it's a Blizzard trailer. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's going to get you hype for it. It's going to show you some hype scenes. Was that a, was that a, 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 did you did you just do like a fucking uh, a shot? Was that a shot at the Warcraft movie trailer? That was a shot. That was a shot at the movie. Warcraft. Well, well, well no, Warcraft, those are those are pretty dope. Warcraft I do like have really those are good dope. CG cutscenes. Like they're yeah, they're great. The best. But um, then you go into the game and you're like, oh, this oh. isn't that awesome cutscene. Oh, <laughs> this top, is top not down how feels. <laughs> polygonal. Yeah. Um. Well, cool. Like, so you're excited for Assassin's Creed, guys? You guys all pretty pumped for it? Oh yeah. Uh, I think the, oh, the subject matter is the most intriguing out of all of them to me. I think just because, I mean, like what Felix was saying earlier, that Viking stuff. It's it's dope. How can you not mm-hmm. like? Well, here's the crazy thing. My, it's gonna. I'm gonna be hard pressed to pull, even though the Vikings had they were their own protagonists as a way to say it in any culture. They are often pitted as the antagonists, you know, and watching the show Vikings made by the history channel, I was able to see a depiction of Vikings as protagonists. You know, they're not the antagonists. They are doing heinous shit in parts of the world. They're going and invading people, but at the same time, you you're rooting them, rooting for them to do it. You know what I mean? And that's something unprecedented in you know visual tv and movie depictions of vikings in the past you know unless the the movie was about that culture um so it'll be good to play as a protagonist that's a that's a viking just to see what they do with that narrative you know also do you think would you like to see them bring in like the two character choice again like the male and female yeah i'd like to see them bring that in and fucking do it better make it like a real rpg where it's not just the same exact dialogue options for both the male and the female and you're Did really you, just playing the same game have you have you played as both characters there's no point it's the same really? fucking exact game they just hmm. got a male voice actor to do the lines for the the man and a female to do the lines for the, so uh. there really is no Two, there's uh, not a it, difference. Yeah, it would have been great if it was two completely well, different like, stories. Like, Whoa, that's a lot, dude. That's a lot of work. I know they already it's made like, a big fucking like, game. Think I'm about not like Mass Effect. No, for sure. Uh, Mass Effect does that too, right? Like, they just change out the the voice lines in the character, right? But like, you know, like you're, mm-hmm. they sold it. That's the problem. They sold Assassin's Creed Odyssey two different stories, and it wasn't. Oh, is that? Story. Did they advertise it that way? I didn't yes, realize that. they marketed it that way. That's why it was so mm-hmm. fucking appealing to me. 
It sounds like Ubisoft. <laughs> and then there was no, like when I realized I went and, uh, you know, I went straight to YouTube after I started playing a couple of the story quests. And I said, what does it look like? You know, I wanted to see Alexi's version, you know, versus Cassandra. And I watched the Alexi clip and it was the same fucking dialogue, just the man speaking. And it doesn't make any sense, you know, hmm. that even the characters um, don't even react differently to the, to the woman. Like to, oh, to show cultural differences between a man and a woman during that time period, <laughs> you know, it would have been nice to see how a woman is treated versus a man. Cause clearly there's going to be a fucking difference, but right. it, it, you know, she's a demigod just like he is. So it really doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> how do you treat demigods? Pretty much the same fucking way. Whenever you meet <laughs> them, whether it looks like a man or a woman, you're going to treat a demigod the same way. <laughs> Well, well, good news is we'll find out soon enough. It'll probably be out this holiday. But speaking of, games, speaking of games coming out very soon now, because we now know when it's coming out. Can't uh, wait. This week, PlayStation announced, or Sony announced, the release date for Last of Us Part 2 and Ghost of Tsushima. Um, this was a month, a-, a month after they said Last of Us 2 was delayed indefinitely due to the nature of the virus, the coronavirus going on. Um, so the new dates are uh, The Last of Us Part 2. It will be on July, June 19th. So oh, there's wow. that. What game was coming out the 24th? 21st, I thought, was Ghost of Tsushima of July. Okay. Uh, seven, July 17th is Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, July 17th. Got it. Um, now, this isn't the only news this week that has to do with uh, PlayStation. Um, be- right before this, right before this happened, um, they announced the date. Um, a supposed leak from an, uh, a Naughty Dog developer, like uh, one of the employees in Naughty Dog, uh, seemed to have sh- uh, leaked massive U- videos on YouTube that are actual scenes from the game spoiling large chunks of the plot. So, wow. I, I'm, I not gonna, I'm not going to spoil oh. it here. I haven't looked at the spoilers. I ref- I'm not going to. I won't even fucking do um, it. No way. Yeah, yeah, so I definitely recommend anyone who finds this out via this podcast or any news outlet... Don't go, don't go looking at Last of Us news because you might accidentally, you might, you might get spoiled in the comments or something. Did either you of you guys really play? Uh, did either of you guys play Last of Us? I did. You did? I didn't. Yeah, I did. I I, I played it twice. I played it on the PS3 originally, beat the remastered mm-hmm. about like a year ago. So I, I'm all about Last of Us. Like I said, yeah. Sony. I, I am all about Sony games from Detroit Become Human, Last of Us, yeah. Uncharted. God of like War. basically when God of War, any types of those games, I, I'm all in on that. Their cinema is fucking great, man. There's no doubt. Yeah, and then Naughty Dog is honestly like probably the best developers. developer. I mean, you, Naughty Dog, just every game they make is is gold. Scully, yeah. do you know the premise? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I just oh, never oh, had the old, yeah, to play. Yeah, it's the, the uh, zombie ants virus, the cordyceps virus that happens in ants. Basically, uh, when ants get it, they go through like uh, four stages, basically. one mm-hmm. The first stage is like uh, sickness. The second stage is like madness. The third stage is like mm-hmm. they're um, uh, basically a half spore, <laughs> you know, like a half fungus, half ant mm-hmm. creature. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, the, the fourth stage is they're basically a fungus that only pretty much a fungus that's just producing spores to other ants to poison other ants it's crazy um 
And the, the premise of the of, of the Last of Us surmises that this translates and gets into humans somehow. I don't know. It really reminds me of uh, the Road, the movie. Oh yeah, the book, hell yeah. The Road. It it's yeah. it's literally just like that. It's great. Yeah, it seems a lot yeah. like that, dude. Um, but I've I've played through uh, the Last of Us. I made my dad watch the uh, the I don't know. It's like a three or four hour uh, cut scene fucking movie that they made from all the cut scenes from the Last of Us. Or, uh, I, mean, I don't think wow. he watched it all, but I was like, you gotta. I sent him the clip, you know, the YouTube video, and I was like, you got to watch this, you know, and he checked it out. I at least guaranteed that he watched the opening because the opening of that fucking game fucks you up. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, even the scene, the scene in the restaurant, I mean, that's like one of the most intense. Yeah. When you're playing as Ellie, that's one of the most intense gaming experiences I've ever had in a video game. Yeah when you're trying to fight that boss and you're just like, literally like it's the building's David, falling apart. It's David, fire. David, David. Yeah. yeah. Man, that's, yeah, it's pretty it's great. video game gold right there. So I, I have high expectations for the second one and I'm going to get it the day it comes out and I'm going to play it. First just, one was, I just uh, found out it's coming out on my birthday and I already planned to take off for my birthday. So, <laughs> and I was expecting it was honestly, I thought it was going to be the fall. Yeah. Like maybe even like before the holidays that it was. I'm surprised that they well this were this close before, to button it up. Yeah, to push before it out. this uh, article, before they announced the release date, I thought since indefinitely they were going to do it indefinitely, they were going to push it back to the release of PS5 and release it on both PS4 and PS5, like day and date simultaneously, like launch it on both consoles. Mm. Well, yeah. we were all wrong because I thought mm. they were doing it because they didn't want to look like a, a fucking shitty company that releases a game about a plague during a fucking plague. <laughs> yeah. 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 We actually talked I didn't about, think about that. I think that they should. Well, didn't the, the, the developer of the game plague, they actually redid it so that you can actually <laughs> cure the virus. Play instead Inc. of actually trying talking about play game. Yeah. Play game. Yeah. They actually <laughs> changed the game. So you could actually try to come up with a vaccine and a cure. Dude, I'm not even and you're on the other side. That's, it's crazy. One of my tweets in the like the first week of like uh, being quarantined. I think the first week that I was sent home from work, um, she's my girlfriend, Mrs. Felix, is fucking playing the shit out of Plague Inc. So one of my <laughs> tweets is like, <laughs> I was like, I'm sitting here worrying if I'm if I'm dying from a debilitating virus if I secretly got a debilitating virus while my girlfriend is next to me trying to cause a debilitating virus. <laughs> Like, what the fuck is happening? Ah, so meta. So fucking meta, dude. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, because of the leak, um, Jason Schreier a while ago reported on the working conditions of Naughty Dog. And this this uh, worker who leaked all the footage supposedly was did all this because he either wasn't getting paid by by Naughty Dog or didn't receive like like any of his like final paychecks after before uh, leaving, and he was forced to sign an NDA, and he didn't. He refused to sign it, so he leaked all this footage of Last of Us, Last of Us Two, um, plot plot details and videos of it. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, that's crazy. why I'm avoiding. I heard that there was a release date, and I was like, "That's all I need." I'm- yeah, I don't that's need I need trailers either. <laughs> um, no. What are we going to yeah, do, Jeremy? I'm very excited. We have a shit ton of Fallout to play, too. 
Yeah, I know. What do we do? <laughs> Something I'm excited. I don't. I don't know if this is true. I know they were kind of talking about uh, Grand Theft Auto Six and how they might come out in like DLCs to kind of minimize that workload because you're talking about these big companies. They really have a problem with their employees because they really mm-hmm. put them down. Rockstar probably being the most notable. Yeah, there was a, um, they were talking about a while ago. Yeah, and the, the whole culture behind it, and they, it seems like they might actually start with those types of big games, start putting them out in sections. Mm. We might see some. I saw a rumor about that that we might see some of that in the future. Yeah, and actually, I did have an article which I I didn't put on the uh, lineup today, but it was about Final Fantasy VII remake. How the director said future parts of that game because it was only like one part of the full the full game, like the full original story. Um, he said he he might find that he puts a smaller ver- like a smaller sequel out in chunks over time, so he can get the games out sooner at the at the best quality they can without you know putting too much work on workload on the uh, the team especially. Exactly, like it's going to be a smaller download at mm-hmm. a time too, right? So you exactly. wait a little yeah. less time, and then it's, it's a win win across the board. As long um, as they don't I have, monetize uh, it to the point where you have to spend sixty dollars three times time, just to get time. the game, oh, that would be yeah. very greedy. And I think Ro- they would get a lot of backlash for that. Rockstar hasn't done that. They haven't done that yet. No, but no, I'm no, saying, I'm I'm saying if they were like potentially moving that direction because it's you know it's dangling the carrot. So no, but but I'm saying they're already they're already dangling a carrot with Grand Theft Auto Five, but they're not charging people for the carrot. They're they basically release all their DLC content for the online GTA Online completely free, and the only thing that people buy in there are their shark cards. The shark cards, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying in general, even like with the Final Fantasy, is I hope developers or publishers don't go down that route of like, well, let's break the game up into three different DLCs that will be the complete game, so we can get it out to you oh, sooner yeah. at high quality. Well, how, how, but hey, let's put a paywall there and actually make you pay for it. How much was fucking the the Final Fantasy? Part, it, part was, it was 85 it was 85 for the collector's edition oh. well just the standard retail was $60 do you guys know if that ensures you the rest of the parts no definitely 100% no it 100% um, they, does not oh so that so it's known that it's not you have to yeah, buy they, it they said when they announced the remake that the game will be the first part of Final Fantasy 7 story um, and they will be releasing it either episodically or as sequels in some fashion. Um, and they're, they're hoping to get the next one out. I think the article said like 2021 or 2022. Um, so I have the remake here at, at my house and it is still in the plastic. hundred percent play the game. hundred percent play it. It's one of those things where it's like, well, once that goes on, that's all that's happening. Until, uh, I did. I finished it this past weekend, um, and it is. Let me tell you, the experience is why. How many hours? I think it took me about thirty-eight, thirty-nine hours. Yeah, that's that's all. That's all. yeah. Hey, what else are we doing? We're all we're all stuck inside, you know. But I don't blame you. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, it's honestly like it was. A, it's a very good experience. Um, stay tuned to the Emergent Gamer channel. We're gonna me and Trip Zero. We're going to get on here. We're going to do a spoiler cast of the game. So when you guys okay. are all, when you're all done that, you can pop that bad boy in and hear our thoughts on the, uh, the, the game itself. I'm not going to spoil anything for you right now. Don't worry, but cool. definitely play it. Definitely. I, well, definitely I mean, uh, pop that in your PlayStation. Well, I, 
the only thing that I heard was that the gaming mechanic is altered. So it's, it's not what, it's sorry. not as much of altered. It's not as much of a turn based. Oh yeah, yeah. It's more action. That, it's more action oriented. Yeah, but they make it work. They actually combine like a menu system with a, a heavy action. Like uh, well, I would I prefer the action based thing where where my wife was most excited for it being turn based, and when I told her after I heard that it was more action oriented. She got really turned off from, so from playing. I got her. It. That's why it's not opened yet. <laughs> so yeah. you definitely, I, I'll, I'll tell you right now. You can tell her when you select the game when you create a new file. Um, mm-hmm. It'll ask you, do you want to play the new style, the normal mode, or do you want to play classic? And classic is mm-hmm. they try and recreate the old turn-based system. So oh, if okay. you want to play that way, they actually give. I didn't play that way. I played the reimagined combat system that they offered. But um, the options there, if you wanted to to check that out okay well, that's, well. Yeah. that's definitely good to know. Mm-hmm. and you can uh tell your wife that i hate turn-based games <laughs> <laughs> it's the least preferred oh, game of all the games ble- i've ever played <laughs> she hears it enough from me i watched a lot of hours of persona five oh, that's, a game. that's a game i need to play here. man what, what's crazy is i'll play turn-based with like sim city or you know, that's not turn-based. city skylines. It is. You have to wait for your turn with civilization and with the, oh, oh civil. No. <laughs> not Sim City isn't isn't turn-based. Civilization. That's what I meant. Sorry, yeah. I said the wrong thing. I meant civilization. No, it's I said right. the wrong thing. But Civ yeah. Six is turn-based, and I'm perfectly yeah. fine waiting my turn with that one. But I'm well, it's not, like a, that's more like a board game, right? It's like yeah. like yeah. You, you take a turn every every. Yeah, and I'm comfortable board. with my turn in board games. I love board games. But right? this is like Felix. Imagine every time you wanted to fight an enemy in Assassin's Creed. The game stopped, froze the game, and then brought you right. into a separate room where you actually have to choose your attacks from a menu. I, I played, and then you have to wait for yeah. the enemy to go before you can it's go too again. Much. Yeah. Too much. I played Final Fantasy three. Mm-hmm. Me and Trip Zero determined that when he was over here one day and he saw I had my uh, Super Nintendo Classic plugged into the TV out in the, in the main room. And mm-hmm. Final Fantasy three is on there. And I was like, I remember this game. I remember this game. I played this game. Mm -hmm. And I remember enjoying this game. But ever since then, I haven't played really any turn-based games. I mean, we all, but we we all dealt, kind of dove in one capacity or another into Pokemon. And that's literally. Yeah. You know, Um, I I agree with people, but call that baby's first RPG. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it was was to the point where like, like, I was playing Pokemon before like, my reading skills were like high enough to be able to like follow it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? <laughs> Just so long. And uh, yeah, you're right. It's, it's the Fisher price RPG. And it really is right. <laughs> Fisher price. <laughs> fucking. I mean, that was RPG. one of my introductions into JRPGs. And then I got into all the, like, you know, the legend of mana and final fantasies on the super Nintendo and like, yeah, it was an easy gateway. I didn't Pokemon even like I didn't even gateway. recall Final Fantasy on Nintendo. And now yeah, that, Final now Fantasy three, aka Final totally, Fantasy. 6. Yeah, totally forgot. Yeah, yeah a lot I, of those are. I fucking that's the only one I've ever played. I haven't played any of the modern Final Fantasies at all. And I, I Dude, contemplated. Honestly, I remember really, seven's a good one to get into, Felix. I contemplated it. it. Yeah, yeah. The oldest yeah, that I as well. back is. Um. The one from PlayStation. That's like as far back as I remember. Yeah, seven, eight, nine were on PS One. I believe those are released then. Yeah. I played eleven. 
a little bit. That was about it. Oh yeah, that was the online one. Yeah, yeah. That's the only one you ever played. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, I've like played seven at a friend's house when I was a kid, but like I never actually dove in and actually played. Cool. Followed the story or anything. So maybe I'll try it out. Yeah, definitely recommend it. Absolutely. You can borrow. You can borrow mine. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> slip it through under the slip it under the door. Yeah. Well, cool guys. Uh, Throw it like a frisbee, and I'll catch it. There you. <laughs> you brought it back around. That, that, back that, that's how you bring it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Segue right on back to the beginning. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Was there anything else in the news? That's pretty uh, much it, right? That's that's pretty much it. I had some like Valorant stuff, but it's about they're like they're like cheaters and the way they're doing matchmaking and but you I know saw, what that's all technical mumbo jumbo we're like at an hour and a half i already. saw a i saw a valorant article that i was gonna pop in there but then i was like nah it was this it was this girl that was getting um harassed sexually harassed did you see that, that yeah she, she recorded the, the dude today. live and then like fucking exposed him on uh the internet uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's a it's a huge problem in these games. The, the only thing I was going to bring up has nothing to do with that specific thing, but the one thing I noticed, and tell me if if you guys can, you know, discount this or or whatever. It, specifically, I'm referring to my experience with Mortal Kombat uh, 11 and Injustice 2. I notice in a lot of fucking competitive multiplayer games that there is a it is either incredibly hard to find a way to mute the people you're playing against or it's not even there as a feature like that the way that i have to mute people in mortal kombat 11 is by creating an xbox party chat with no one in it right really that's the only hit start go mute mute, i haven't found it like i literally can't turn off the toxicity in mortal kombat it's almost like the game Hmm. is marketed intentionally designed with it so that it's a part of the experience. Like I have to well, listen. I, first of all, I don't believe that, but there, there's, gotta, there's gotta be a way. <laughs> Maybe I can't find there's it. There's gotta be a way. Well, I think it's suspect that it's fucking hard to find as well. Yeah. Well, I think I agree with you in the sense that games should make it easy to just mute people. That the other night, and with. I didn't bring yeah. this up, but I, you saw me play Warzone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to find it in that. I couldn't fucking find how to mute all these assholes that are it, fucking it's saying in, it's in Warzone. It's okay. def- I can tell you. It's, it's definitely in Warzone. You gotta, tell me, fu- you gotta fucking that. tell me where it is because I want to meet these pieces of shit. <laughs> I fucking hate toxic pieces of shit. So, well, if still, you, if you wanna, that's why I don't like online games. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not going to have that problem in Fallout 76. I know how to mute sorry. everyone. Wait, I'm sorry. What did you, what did you say? <laughs> it's called fucking oh, Discord. I was just saying. <laughs> it has. Is it as toxic with people screaming into the mics as it literally is always? If yeah, I mean, like, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, f- I feel for this person, this this girl online who got harassed. Oh no, she was like, getting straight up sexually harassed. This guy was oh, like, yeah, yeah, and it's asking her for awful. a fucking number and like, he, he was like, oh, he was saying all. He was like, he was. Shit. She was like, are you? What are you? Sixteen? He's like, yeah, but like. She's like, she's well, like, then well, you're, you're too young for me. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. He goes, she, she goes, how old are you? And he's like, I'm, uh, I'm 16. She's like, well, you're too young for me. And he goes, no, no, I'm 24. <laughs> yeah, it's it's gross and Fuck awful. Um, but these games, like, gross. they they all have it, man. Like, you're gonna you're gonna get shit talk every game, any game you play that's like competitive like that. It's it's awful. Um, mute all buttons are definitely. 
You got to show me where it is in the fucking Warzone. But I, 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 I enjoyed playing Warzone. Uh, I enjoyed yeah, it. Nick's- so, I enjoyed it so much. I bought Call of Duty. I bought. Oh damn! Wow. Oh damn! That's a, that's bold. Well, next well, time I want to play the story. I'm going to play the story. Yeah. yeah uh, and next time you hop on Warzone, hit me up. I'll definitely hop on. It's happening Friday. It's happening Friday. Cool. <laughs> I guess what? I'm going to be home, so probably, you're, you're in luck. Probably going to be me and you and my buddy um, Doc Prefect <laughs> from New York, and maybe Locke. So nice. We're going to get That'd in. Cool. We're doing it Friday. So Locke's definitely a guy I play that game with often. Yeah, I mean him and Doc Prefect both had kids recently, right? Yeah. So they got to they got to take care of their kids. So they probably won't be on until the mid afternoon when their kids are asleep. Um, but uh, in the morning, I'm going to start by playing some Fallout 76, and I think I'm playing actually on Friday. I'm morning playing- morning coffee. Yeah, yeah. But on Friday, actually- Germ. On Friday, I think I'm playing Fallout 76 in the morning. If you're down to clown, Felix. Okay, this is a perfect time to wrap it up. I'm ready. Actually. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. We're talking schedules and things that are coming yeah, out. Get, this is a segue, bro. I'm Felix Herga. Yeah. You can catch me on um, uh, uh, Twitch and Mixer simultaneously at the same time. Um, Felix Hergood, all, all together, everywhere. So come check Excellent. me out. Fallout 76, <laughs> sometimes MLB The Show, um, lots of Sony games, lots of different games. Assassin's Creed, I'm doing an Assassin's Creed stream tomorrow. So Assassin's Creed. Nice. Odyssey, so. Nice. If you guys want to check um, out. I'm Neo Ayoshi. You can find me at Twitter at Neo underscore Ayoshi, Twitch and twitch.tv slash Neo Ayoshi, no underscore there. Um, this Friday, I have a special event. I am doing a charity drive for Pause Your Game, which is an organization that benefits uh, animal shelters and animals that are of all kinds. Uh, We're doing an event called Cats vs. Dogs. Me and a team of streamers take the teams of cats and dogs, and we're raising money as a fun game between between each other. Um, If I raise enough money, you'll see me like get my hair cut i'll do shots of hot sauce like you name it i have like 30 hot sauces in my fridge so guess what guys you got to pick the the hot sauce it'll be beautiful um and a whole bunch of other fun things i'll be playing games and i'll throw it to another streamer on team dogs it'll be a great time so i hope you guys tune in catch me there thank you very much gatekeeper media guys thank you tell us tell us your socials tell us where to follow you and tell us when we can look forward to anything else you guys have got going on I know it's well, a little, first, little difficult uh, these days. Yeah. First and foremost, if you wouldn't mind hitting the like and subscribe button on our YouTube channel, check out what we're doing. You may even like uh, if you're interested in the gaming round that I put together, um, keep an eye out on Disc Golf Unchained's Facebook uh, or my Instagram, which is D underscore rock 856. D rock. We also have a Patreon account, which we kind of do a lot of behind the scenes stuff. So if you're ever oh, cool. interested in like uh, just like video editing, um, kind of more behind the scenes of what we do with what's the uh, what's graphics the, uh, link for that uh, Patreon dot com forward slash Gatekeeper Media. Um, and we just have some cool behind the scenes exclusive stuff with that. That's where you can kind of learn a little bit more about us. Very cool. That's awesome. Cool. Well, guys, I had a blast. I had a blast. Yeah, I, I could sit here and talk all night about games. Like, <laughs> absolutely. Well, well, guys, it's definitely been awesome. All right. Felix. Well, uh, yeah. Let's wrap it up. Thanks for taking. Thanks for taking the time for uh, getting us in here and spent the penciling us. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. it was a little complicated over the last couple of weeks because of a fucking pandemic. So I hope you're okay <laughs> with that. <laughs> I wasn't being facetious, and then. 
at all. No, I don't think that was. A, I don't think it was. It was a very earnest thank you. <laughs> you, you, you were like penciling you in, and that it just triggered me in my brain. I'm like, I haven't been very organized. I got to get a little bit more organized with my penciling. Um, all right, well, uh, yeah, let's uh, go into the let's go into the post show. Talk to you. See ya. This right here is for after. This is beautiful. <laughs> this right here. Fucking Cadoba burrito, man. Flower. It's a little gypsy. small. Yeah, it does it, look a little small. It does look a little fucking small. What's what's <laughs> the what's the weight? Like is it is it just really dense? It's very dense. The Cadova fucking burritos <laughs> are dense as fuck, dude. This is a football. I could fucking throw a pass with this bitch.